This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlick. He burned me taters. Oh, is that the one that you were going to do? That's the, one I, that's the first one I thought of. Was that the one you told? Because here's what I thought I told about you to today. remind me of one, and I forgot and what I it forgot was. And I forgot what it was. Me too. I thought about that today when I came home from work. I was like, oh, shit, Johnny asked me. I think it was he burnt me taters. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Because it was early enough in the movie. Yeah. I think like I think for that's us to what sort it was, of forget it, where she spilled the coffee on it. Spoiler, yeah. spoiler, spoiler. We'll get into that. But welcome into our Tomb Raider review. Johnny and I went and saw it. Now we're going to tell you what we think. However, before we get into it, a little bit of housekeeping here at the beginning. Number one, you guys know it. Check out patreon.com backslash most valid podcast. That's how you help support the channel, make us do what we're doing. We got a little flood back here, so we got to do some maintenance to the MVP studios. Number two is I'm going to say number two should be the T-shirt. Go ahead and get that T-shirt down below, MVP across the chest. That link is down below in the description as well. Number three is go on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you use. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating with your Apple Podcasts, with your iTunes, so that we can help grow this podcast, get some more ears, get some more eyes on this. Well, really for iTunes, it would be ears to listen and get on my voice going through your ear hole. And then the last one, mostvalpodcast.com. That's where we put everything for MVP each and every day. However, Johnny, we're jumping right in. How we do it, we give you non-spoiler mode, then we jump into spoiler mode, then we give our review. Bada bing, bada boom. And this review is basically going to be, I'm going to what, out of five arrows? Yeah. Is that what we'll do? Out of five arrows. The the logo had the arrow silhouette through it. She used a bow and arrow. We'll do out of five arrows. I'll ask you this, Johnny. Overall, non-spoilerly, what did you think of Tomb Raider? Honestly, at the end of it. Overall. Not the harshing on it. Overall. But it just came came to be another another video game movie. So I not as bad as some of them. I watched two reviews. Yeah. Usually I don't do this, but for this one I had to. Oh, and it it wasn't like watching the reviews didn't change my thought. Yeah. And the only reason why is I was pretty down the middle with this movie. Yeah. Like my mom asked me, Oh, how was the movie? I go, wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. My mom goes, So it wasn't good. I'm like, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Like that is what I'm sticking to. It wasn't yeah. a great movie, wasn't a bad movie. It's kind of in the middle. It's kind of, eh, would you see it again? Probably not, but uh, it was kind of in the middle. And there were two things that I heard mm-hmm. that I could see. The first one, I don't know exactly because I never played the new game. True. But I watched, it was um, Andre the Black uh, video game nerd. And what he said, he's like, oh, you want to see the movie? This is it. This is the story of the movie. And he just held up the game. He's like, this is this is the story. <laughs> Like, I guess when she was on the plane mm-hmm. um, that's in the trailer where she's jumping yeah. straight from the game. Like, really? straight cinematic from the game. Wow. Um, the other one, and this was the one that I was like, after I heard it, I was like, yes, I believe, like, that is a perfect way to describe this movie. I was watching Movie Bob, and he said, the way he would describe this movie is if somebody gave you a, it was like a Kickstarter campaign for Tomb Raider Mm -hmm. to where it's like, hey, you really like that? Give us some money, the price of a ticket, and then next time we might actually put her in a Tomb Raider movie. 
that is it. That's ex- I'm like, yes, that's exactly it. Because up until, like, there was three acts to this movie. Yeah. Up until the third and final act, I even said to you after the movie, first two acts, you could have blindfolded me, put earplugs in me, set me in the theater, took everything off, and said, you're just watching a movie. Not telling me that it's a Tomb Raider movie. And I'd be like, for the first two acts, I wouldn't know it's a Tomb Raider movie. Very I would, true. I mean, maybe I would click when they said Laura Croft, but besides Laura Croft and how she looked at the end, I wouldn't be able to tell it's a Tomb Raider movie. Yeah, that's very true. Oh, I'm sorry. Besides the look, the name, and the, uh, 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 I get it. She fucking, uh, when she jumps. It just wasn't special. It just wasn't special, Johnny. What do you think, though, about that? Like, were you thinking the same thing I was? I thought that this movie was kind of, and the ending was like, yes, this is a Tomb Raider movie. Yeah, actually, I can agree with you on that. It's just because of, now that you described it like that, yeah, I can see that being the the case. Because the first part mm-hmm. was just not really, I guess you need some intro like that, but. We'll get into the exact specifications yeah. of it, but. The last thing I want to say in non-spoiler yeah, mode Yeah, this is going to be really is, quick non-spoiler It mode. is going to be ne- really quick on non-spoiler. But the last thing is, this movie was for the Tomb Raider side of it. Yeah. First off, did it save the movie, the video game curse? No. No. It's like movie Bob said, which was hilarious. Great. Now we've got to put our hands in Dwayne The Rock Johnson to save us from the movie game curse. Because the next one's Rampage. We got to put our hands in Dwayne the Rock Johnson to set the movie, the video game character. Just skip it, Rampage. I'm I'm going oh, into that thing. It's going to be a bad movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> the wolf flies and hashtag not my Lizzie. That's what I'm going in to that movie with. I don't think it's going to be a good movie. But like I said, it's going to be a great B-rate movie. Yeah, or a great C-rate movie. <laughs> or C-rate. Um, this is my thought though. Non spoilerly last thing about Tomb Raider. Yeah. When it comes to being Tomb Raider. The look of Laura Croft, mm-hmm. great. Aesthetically, yes. it looks like Laura Croft. Everything else, no. Like I said, I was watching a movie and did not know it was like I. I would be surprised that it would be Tomb Raider if you didn't tell me Tomb Raider at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, like that is bad. That is bad, 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 bad. When you're doing that. Any last things before we jump into spoiler mode? No, I think it's better we just get in the spoilers on this. Well, this is where you guys, this is where if you haven't seen the movie, you want to see the movie, hit pause. We'll be waiting here. Like I usually tell you guys, I'll wait as long as you want. If you want to wait three months before you see it, go ahead, wait three months, and then check this out. But Rick, you will see here. We are going to go into spoiler mode. Just wanted to let you know. But Johnny, let's jump right into spoiler mode. And the Ooh. first thing I want to start with is the origin side. Like, Act 1 was basically the origin side. Yeah. What did you think of their, Who like... Is Laura Croft? Well, what did you think of the whole, you know, my dad, like, if I sign the papers, my dad's down. Like, my dad's, my dad's dead. dead. Me signing the papers is me finally admitting that he's dead. Then you go into the whole thing of, like, the whole bike race thing with, a like, an underground bike mafia with paint and how, how fast a paint, like, how much paint is in that can? Right? That was, how much paint <laughs> is in that can? I said that during can? the movie. I know, and I didn't think about it until after I got home. I was like, how much paint was in that can? Also, <laughs> why didn't you just stay in the back of the truck? That, I think, was because she saw people driving by and she wanted, like, okay. They lost the paint trail. That's true. What I would have just done is 
put the bike there and then just started walking and hide somewhere. Well, it's not about her hiding. It's that them grabbing that tail off the bike. So if they, one of them drives by, sees All right. that bike on you the- You take the tail off the bike and put it on you. You're now the, you're the fox. True. I, that's not the point of the movie, though, I think that, but I, think, I think it's part of the uh, disqualifications of the game, maybe. What did you think of the origin of Laura Croft? It was interesting. I mean, I get some of the things we had to do. The bike race was to show, like, her ingenuity. Yeah. Her her way of thinking. Because that, yeah. that was super clever. A, she knows the streets. She mm-hmm. knows what she's doing. But B, does the fact of to do, make all these turns, the fact she's willing to, like, take she, these sharp-ass turns, too. Mm-hmm. And to... Find that truck, jump on it for like a good five minutes was clever as hell because the paint trail stopped, like you said. I just, it, this movie to me at the beginning, it wasn't like a wow, this is a bad movie. But because like going in, I'm going to go back to my if I didn't know it was Tomb Raider. Yeah. If I didn't know it was Tomb Raider, I'd be like, all right, this is a pretty good movie. Like it's not terrible. It's not great. It's not bad, but it's all right. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I knew it was Tomb Raider, I'm like, all right, so like, like the the whole origin story to me was kind of not off, but it was like, all right, why are we doing it this way? Why are we going through? And the one thing I don't get, and this is me crossing acts now, is she loses to a really strong girl at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. but then gets on the islands and is like, I can beat any guy that tries to come my way. You couldn't beat the strong woman. But then you can just take down men, no problem. Yeah. Without only, any training in between to, like, oh, this is how I do it. This is what I wasn't I doing. I guess, in a sense, I, I'm not completely defending it, mm-hmm. but in a sense, it comes down to, A, she's starting to think more instead of trying to use brute force. Because that girl, she was just trying to fight her brute strength. Yeah. The other part of it was, you're fighting to survive. Mm-hmm. You don't want to die. Like, in the thing that... <sighs> The thing that I didn't like is, like, early on, like, the Hong Kong scene, mm-hmm. uh, the exact, and I heard this somewhere else, but it's completely true, and I felt the same way, was that entire scene was there to show that, oh, she can swing on a rope like Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Like, it was all revolved around that one where she got the rope, like, got the bag back, yeah. and then ran and swung on the chain around, and I felt, like, very, like, you see it in, like, Comics and still not comics, cartoons and stuff. Yeah, where it's like, oh, I'm escaping, swing, stop, and then they look and it's like you only went five feet and it's like, oh shit, I gotta run again. Yeah, that's basically what happened. She swung around. I'm like, oh, so they could just walk across this path, and they're chasing. Like, what was the point of that if it wasn't to escape them completely? Style points. Yes, like completely. This movie to me, first and second act, not that great. Like. Even the second act of, like, okay, you're starting, like, the villain and everything. And then when the dad came back, that surprised me. Yeah. I was like, okay, he's back. However, once they opened the tomb and she was in the tomb, it was a Tomb Raider movie. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe a little before that. So when she freed the the slaves. Yeah. Because, like, when she was hiding stealthy and, like, the... That was like, I'm sitting there going, all right, this is Tomb Raider. Mm -hmm. And then everything from that, solving the puzzles, you've got the whole, like, the thing. And I've heard reviews say, like, they don't know if it's CGI or a throwback to the game. Me watching it thought it was a throwback to the game where you see her running 
and it's like shot at her while she's running, and I'm like, oh, that's a throwback. I'm thinking that's a throwback to the game because yeah. Laura Croft, Indiana Jones style. Oh my God, the temple's falling. I got to get out of here, and you're running with that character, trying to get out of the tomb or wherever you are. The ending to me, the entire third act, I was like, yes, yes, yes. This is a Tomb Raider movie, and I wish the entire movie gave me what the third act did. Yeah, instead of little hints like when mm-hmm. she's solving puzzles at the table. Yes. And, like, the thing that I will say, I really like the villain in this one. I yes. really did like... Matthias like, Vogel? Yes. Uh, played by Walton Goggins. Goggins did a great job True. to me of... It was... I don't know, like, I don't know how I want to say it. Like, what he did that he just seemed like he was a bad guy, but he didn't seem like he was overdoing it. Let me put it this way. Okay. The best, one thing I read before, the best villains mm-hmm. think they're basically the hero. They're doing the right thing. And that's for what him, he was thinking. For him, he's doing the right thing so he can go home to his family. Is that why he thinks is the right reason? Yeah, well, he wants to go home to his family. Okay. That's what he stated. He's got two girls at home. Yeah. He wants to get back home to them. So basically, it's kind of a concept of he's not being a hero, Mm -hmm. but he's doing the right thing for him to be able to do what he needs to do for his life. Speaking of that, what did you think of the whole, I'm going to call it a trope, the whole thing of like, dad had it figured out, and if Lara didn't come back and fuck up the whole plan, then he wouldn't have (laughs) known where to find the thing. (laughs) That's kind of funny. I it laughed was, at it. It was funny, but I'm thinking they're going, really? That's the plot device we're using? <laughs> no, because legit in the theater, I said, about that. And then she goes, about that. I'm like, because we were the only, we saw it so late at night, we we're the only ones yeah, that, literally, in that ultra screen. We were the only two in the theater. It was an ultra screen, too. So yes. It was a bigger auditorium yeah. for that. But I mean, this whole thing, like, there were like the thing with Daniel Wu with like the thing on the boat. It's like okay, that's fun. Like there were spots in this movie where it's like this was a good like this is a good movie. Like, yeah, the whole airplane thing where her hands are tied. She's trying to like you hear the creaking and then she jumps onto the plane and the whole thing where it's like okay, like this plane's falling. I don't want to fall to my death. Like that was all nice. That mm-hmm. was great. And I guess like most of that was straight, like, cutscene from the video game they put in the actual movie, which is great. We get to see it live action. The flip side to that is you don't have your own original idea. Like, that's the flip side to it, I mean. Like, you're really, it's like, why would I watch the movie? I'll just play the game. Yeah, that's true, too. Because to me, I'd rather play the video. Like, if you told me the video is the same thing as the video game, I may as well go play the video, play the video game because at least I'm feeling like I am the hero. Yeah, I'm that a part you can control it. some of the stuff that happens. Exactly. That's, that's the, again, we've talked about this before. That's the problem with video game movies mm-hmm. is, yeah, there are the cutscenes that are mm-hmm. set in stone. And they're like movies now. Yeah, but there are so many things, especially with video games mm-hmm. nowadays, there's so much open content that what do you pick to make a video off of? Yeah. And then, then it comes down to people start bitching about that because mm-hmm. it's like, well, it wasn't like this. Well, it's, it's not like, supposed to be like It's, it's like, like World of Warcraft. Which story do we tell? Exactly. Which story do we start and, and from, we go with? And for me not being a World of Warcraft movie, mm-hmm. I thought it was a great movie. Yeah, I actually I mean, just watched it again two weeks ago. The thing I really liked about this movie, whether it's the running down the tomb hallway the solving the puzzles, whether it's get into the tomb, the whole, like, 
I felt like I was almost playing the video game, especially with the one where it's like, give me the red one, give me the blue one, give me the... Yeah. And it's like the the dad looks at her and goes, the color of light. And both you and me went green. <laughs> like, both you and me were like green. Solved it. And then, boom, she put it in there. Like, I said to you afterwards where I liked that part because it made me... It kind of made me feel like it was an homage to the video games. Yeah. Where it's like... You have to solve these puzzles. It was very much puzzles. Very much puzzles. And, I mean, did Alicia um, Vikander... I I probably fucked up her last name. Yeah, um, no, that's about right. Alicia Vikander. Did she play a good Laura Croft? You're damn right she, she did. She did. And she looked Hells the, to the, yeah. like the thing that, like I said, non-spoiler mode, they made her look the part. Yeah. They made her and look like nice, Laura Croft. What was nice, though, is they didn't just right off the bat. She looks like Laura Croft. No. Mm-hmm. Like, by the end of the movie, she, she looked, looked like, Laura, like Croft. Laura Croft Tomb Raider. No, she did. And that's what I really like. The end of this movie, I loved. Yes. I, I Okay. Wouldn't say love because it's not like a five-star movie. No. I really but, liked it. I really liked the end of this movie, especially the whole thing with the... I like the little spin of it of like, oh, no, she wasn't trying to like th- she wasn't locked in here because Lara Croft's looking at all the pictures on the wall. And she's like, why? For someone who was locked in here, why are there so many pictures of good things? Yeah. Oh, wait, she wasn't locked in here to keep because someone was trying to kill her. She locked herself in here. So that she to wasn't... Sac- to save everyone else. To save everyone else. Where basically the whole thing of you touch it and I turn into like a plagued zombie. Yeah, It was almost like, like a zombie because they would come back and if they bit you, you were then infected Well, that wasn't it. even bit. If you got touched. True. It, it's just... She, well, it was, she was the carrier, mm-hmm. but she didn't actually suffer from it. Yeah. And anyone who touched her... Basically turned into the raged Phil. Mm-hmm. My guess is it's is a skin thing because obviously shit happens to your skin, but it maybe also was it also could it be a blood thing? Blood to the and brain like a thing. vein thing. Could it could it transmit through skin though? Well, I my guess is yes. Apparently from that. Well, because the skin touches skin touches it maybe like seeps into the skin mm-hmm. into the blood and then maybe goes to the brain because mm-hmm. they start acting like a wild animal at that point. They do so. Yeah, so that's my guess. Is I mean, it's not really fairly not fairly scientific that I know of, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's things that um, and it's not a disease; it's a chemical that actually um, just to get into a scientific side of things because I have to. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, there's a chemical actually; it's an acid mm-hmm. that it really, if I remember correctly, it doesn't affect the skin as much as it affects the bone. It will deteriorate the bone. Okay. So, and. I'm trying to. So think. There, there's things that like seep through and hit affect something else. I'm gonna also jump around here. This just popped in my head. I made a mention to you after the movie about this. One of the things that kind of bugged me, but it wasn't a huge thing, mm-hmm. or actually I found funny, is all the all the mercenary not mercenaries but the lackeys with AR-15s can't hit the broadside of a barn. You get the main villain coming out, um, Vogel, yeah. comes out with a pistol, hit, 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 not missing a single shot. And he's shooting with Except the- not li- hitting Laura. Yeah. But like anyone else, it was like shot, shot, and he's shooting far range. It's like, I would think that you would miss a couple more times than a guy- Like AR-15, I'm not saying you're hitting every shot, 
but they you're should be hitting, hitting a shot. Like you're getting something. They weren't getting anything. Well, obviously he had the golden gun. Yeah, he did the golden gun. They painted black. So he didn't want anyone yeah. to know he had the golden gun. Guy, guy being conspicuous. He also had the cheat on where one shot, like not one shot kills, but that's the golden gun. But the auto aim where it's like yep. you're just shooting. Oh yeah, and like nothing misses. Aim assist. Aim assist and nothing really misses. I just this movie was very like oh like except for the end which we hit most of the most of the parts in the end puzzles the whole thing with her the whole like death thing and mm-hmm. getting infected the dad sacrificing himself um I love what she did to the final the to Vogel basically here fucking choke on that yeah and then three hundred kick you into the pit yep and then move the ladder and you're dead. Here's the one thing, and this is going back to my uh, uh, uh thing. Yes. So I mentioned this to you in the theater, and I want to get your thoughts and then get their thoughts, obviously, because we're talking about it. Um, So we had the three distinct times mm-hmm. where she jumped and went, uh. One was when the, Off boat, the ship. boat was getting hit by the storm. The second one was the airplane. Mm-hmm. The last one was her crumbling ruins, I'm jumping across this pit. Yep. My thought to you was I wouldn't have done it the first two times. I would have only done it that one time, and I would have done it the end because to me I felt like by that third time when she did it, my first thought was, really, this again? Like kind of like it was like a point of like I get it. Like, I kind of think back to the Ego Raptor thing where this was him talking about Mega Man X. Mega Man, Mega Man. Exactly. Those things are called Hammer Jones. He's like, he, he, obviously, it's not scientific, but he's like, as the years went on, gamers have increased their volumes of saying, all right, I get it. Okay, I get it. Because games nowadays walk you through everything where it's like, Okay, I get it. I get it. That's what I got with there. And then my first, my immediate thought after that was, man, if this was the first time it would have happened, I would have gotten it because, yes, that is Tomb Raider. Yes, that is Laura Croft. But it would have been more special if it was because it was time. the only one. See, I didn't mind it being. Kind of like our Green Goblin thing of, yeah. like, because this was the third time. It kind of didn't old. feel special. It feels like you were trying to force it in there the first two times just because it was a Tomb Raider movie. See, I didn't mind them, but I think, well, my biggest complaint with that is why was the boat jump one the, the strongest one? Like, why did I hear that one better than any of the other two? The third one should have been the strongest Yes, it one. should have been the strongest one. The other two should have been more almost like faint to the point of, wait, mm-hmm. did, I, like, did I hear? The second one was kind of like that, but it's like, you you heard it. Yeah, you heard it. But the second, at least the second one was like that. The first one was the mm-hmm. most blatant one, and I'm like, though, after the, the movie, it's like, why mm-hmm. was that one the strongest one? The strongest one should have been when she was leaping to the crum- from the crumbling uh, whatever. Yeah. Ruins, I, I guess. I think that should have been the last one. That should have been the only one. Like, it I'm not going to argue that. It would, it would have made me feel more special about it, and mm-hmm. I would have been like, yes. Thing, like, all right, I get why you put it in there. It's a Tomb Raider movie, but I also like now how you did it, and I don't feel like it was overused. Speaking of that, though, the thing they did at the end, obviously you know what they're going with. 
what did you think of the whole, yeah, we saw it in the trailer, but we didn't know it was going to be at the end of the movie. Her whole thing of basically going to the pawn shop to get her thing back, then going to see the guns, and basically it's the, I'll take all right, I'm going with my, my double-wheeling guns like I do in the game. It's okay. It was, a, it was a bit cheese. Like, it, oh, oh, it's was not it bad, a bit cheese? but it was a bit, like, they layered on that che- that four cheese pizza there. Yeah. Where it was basically, I'll take two. Yeah. And it was like, oh, uh, okay, I get what you're doing. I get, I'm not mm, going to harp on you, but there was, some cheese. Ma- there was some major cheese. Mm, major, that delicious you know, cheese. You know how DJ Khaled does the major key alert? Well, this was a major cheese alert. <laughs> major cheese alert here. I think we need a siren or something Raider. from now on for Ricky. No, it's just a cheese emoji. The the, the cheese slice emoji. Because that's oh, what DJ Khaled does. We're not going to have like a big cheese alert. No, so not, the, not the cheese. That's, we don't need an alarm for we that. Get a little major cheese alarm for no, that, Ricky that's from for, now on that's, for movies. That's for when Johnny blows blows Ricky's mind. Oh, okay. Um, the that's cheese the alert is just we put a little <laughs> emoji <laughs> of a cheese up there because DJ okay. Khaled puts the key emoji for major key. This was a major cheese alert um, with the cheese just laid right on top of it. What did you think of the triad thing of basically the stepmom? Because you get Vogel says, this isn't over. Trinity is all over the world. Like, we are in everywhere. We yeah. are in places I don't all think over that was the a stepmom, by the way. I think it was I more it was. just a caretaker slash um, so? running the company. Yeah, I don't think okay. it was a stepmom. You're right, because the dad would have, like, okay. Yeah. Maybe. What did you think of that, though? Where it's like, that the, was an interesting hey, twist. I'm going to let you take it because you're better business. Oh, shit, she works for Trinity. And yeah. I, I did like how she put two and two together where it was like, wait, this company, I because re- it's like playing a video game. Yeah. It's like the, oh, wait, I've seen this before in the game. Oh, shoot, those were on the crates from that first level. Yep. That is Trinity. Holy crap, she works for Trinity. What a twist. What they twist. Um, But, yeah, the whole thing is exactly like even with that, like, oh, now she's going to – because she looks at the picture of her dad and she does the – it kind of reminded me of the manners make it man thing. Yeah. Where she goes, um, oh, what is it? The – we got things to do. Mm-hmm. Or there's always things to do or yeah. something like that. Um, it really – that's why when I heard the movie Bob thing of, yeah, it was like a uh, Kickstarter movie that they said, hey, give us enough ticket money and, hey, we might put her in a Tomb Raider movie next time. That's what I like. Thinking back to that with the whole Trinity thing, I was yeah. like, "Yeah, you're you're fucking right. <laughs> you're right. Like maybe next time they're gonna put her in a Tomb Raider movie. Yeah. What? Anything in the movie you think we didn't hit that we have to hit? No, that was about it. I think it wasn't. There was a lot. I'll be honest. Blatantly it wasn't honest, a wasn't deep a... movie. Let's no, put it was it that not. Way. It was not a deep movie. Not at terribly all. deep. Um, the story in the beginning was kind of nah. The whole movie, like the story, I'll say it this way. The story overall is kind of meh. The main, the best part about this movie is the aesthetic. However, the one thing I will say I didn't like is some of the filming to where the way I'm going to describe it is that it didn't look, whenever they went to dark scenes, so Mm -hmm. like the dark rainy forest and stuff like that, it didn't look good. I'm looking at it and going, this movie doesn't like I'm like uh oh this movie doesn't and then they went to like where the sun's out and I'm like oh okay looks like looks like a movie like I have no problem with it but 
the whole like I couldn't see the contrast with her and like mm-hmm. I was just looking at it and it was the one where like the lightning with the flashes. I'm like, oh, whoa, yeah. trying to give me a seizure. Every time it flashes, I like lose the whole screen. I just I feel like those two things were the only thing aesthetic wise where I'm like, uh I would have done something differently or tried something differently. Yeah. Because other than the scenes at night, aesthetically it was good. Yeah. It looked I good. Agree. She looked good as Laura Croft. Any final things before we go into show stealer and rating? No, um, uh, that's everything I had to talk about with it. Well, let's go right into it. Let's just go right into our show stealer, right into our rating. I'll let you go first. The show stealer for you guys who are new, let me say that first. It's basically our MVP of the movie. MVP gives an MVP, the actor or actress who stole the show. I believe this year we have had Michael B. Jordan. We've had Chadwick Boseman. Jason Bateman, Regina George, I can't Rachel McAdams. Yes. Um, and then Bruce Willis have been our show stealers so far. We may add two show stealers today. Johnny, do we who's our first and maybe second? I might give a second one. Who's our first new show stealer for 2018? Well, it's really hard to pick anyone else. Um, I'm going with Elisa. Alicia Vikander so as Laura Croft. Yeah, I mean, she, the most development was about her. Uh-huh. She did a really good job as Laura Croft, like becoming Laura Croft. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it throughout, and she was the one that had the most development. So, I mean, not a lot of characters really had that like she did. So Ricky's going to do something that he loves to do. You're going to pick a villain? I'm going to pick a villain. I got to go. I got to go <laughs> with the villain and go with Goggins. I have to go with Wal- Walton Goggins because the villain to me, I don't know what it was, but I liked this villain. Ricky, I'm going to say this like I did another the other podcast. You are not Barney Stenson. No, I'm not Barney. Stinson. Rooting for the villain, but it wasn't. It wasn't like I was rooting for it. I'm joking. It was just like a a good villain. No, like, I got you. Let's I be honest. You. My spoiler alert for Show Stealer of Infinity War might be Thanos. It might be Thanos. Brolin? It might be. Yeah, Brolin might be my show stealer. Maybe. We'll have to wait and see when we see War. Infinity Wars. That one's got a huge cast, Oh, my though. God. So, I mean, Goggins to me, like, the villain that he portrayed right from the first part. Yeah. Like, his villain when she gets shipwrecked and stuff, I don't think you've played this game, so I don't know if you'll get Not the reference. But it reminded me very much of, oh, I think his name was... What? I was say, oh, you're talking about a different a game. A different game, not Tomb yeah. Raider. Um, it reminded me, I think his name was David in The Last of Us. Because No, it, I didn't get to It was play kind of like of the same thing where it's like not she kind much. of feels like a prisoner. And then she's looking at her bag and he goes, looking for this? Yeah. It, it, it gave me that same vibe with a little less creep factor because, let's be honest, uh, David in The Last of Us was a creep show. I believe it. Real big creep show. But- Walter Goggins to me, show stealer. You're giving it to Tomb Raider, the actual Lara Croft, Alicia Vikander. Yep. Let's go right into it. How many arrows are we, are you giving it? And what's your final review of the movie? I'm going to give it three arrows out of five. I I mean, it was not great. I would not go see it again unless someone's like, oh, I really want to go see Tomb Raider. I, like, I'd be like, you're going okay. by yourself, bruh. No, I would like. So well, you're giving it a three? I'm giving it a three out okay. of five. Um, I mean, the character development of Laura Croft. I get what, like, I get it when they have to do stuff like that. They're trying to introduce Laura Croft, which is why we get the type of beginning we had. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great, and I get where you're coming from with that too. But I also get what they had to do. They mm-hmm. in some of the scenes, like I like I said about the bike thing, they wanted to show the ingenuity she had. Um, 
There's other th- like just all stuff like that. Her overall development as a character, mm-hmm. like it uh, obviously it wasn't a ton because she was strong headed and whatnot. But overall, she's the one that developed the most in the movie. I and then I mean again, like you said, Mathis Vogel was a great villain. I'm gonna go on the separate part of it. Okay, I'm gonna go two point five out of five. Okay, exactly right down the middle because to me, like I felt like. After the movie, I told you 2.53. Yeah. But then after thinking about it, I'm like, I got to go with 2.5 because every time, like I said, with my mom, when she was like, How's, how was the movie? And I go, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. That to me screams 2.5 right down the middle. Like, yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. But to me, it's like the first two acts kind of sucked. The third act was amazing. Or I wouldn't say sucked. There just wasn't anything there. There wasn't anything there story-wise, depth-wise, to make me be like – to make me think it was something special. The, if the ending – if how the third act was the entire movie, I would have had a different rating. Mm-hmm. But I have to be, do 2.5. I'm going to do something new here in the last segment. Okay. I'm going to give it a little lowdown. We've had four movies so far. The next one Dave's excited for this week. We're going to see Pacific Rim Uprising. Here's our rankings right now for our movies. We've got – in first place with a score of 4.75, Death Wish. Black Panther in second with 4.5. Game Night with 4. And now Tomb Raider bringing it up the rear with a 2.75 of a rating. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in the comment section. Did you see Tomb Raider? Did you not see Tomb Raider? Because you're like, fuck it. It looked like a bad movie. Let us know what you think down below in the comment section. Housekeeping at the end. Patreon.com backslash Mosevale Podcast. That's how you help support us. Keep keep us doing what we like to do for you. The link for our store down in the description. That's where you get an MVP t-shirt. Make sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Apple iTunes. And then finally, mostvalidepodcast.com. That's where you're going to catch everything for MVP each and every day. want to thank you guys for watching this review on YouTube. want to thank you guys for listening to podcast services around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.